Happy New Year, everyone. This is Dr. Cortez, and thank you so much for tuning in with me today on my podcast here, Beginning With You. I'm just so excited for today's episode because it's not so much that my content might be so exciting, although I truly believe it is, but it's also the first episode of the new year. And I'm just so excited because it's always exciting to you know look at the goals that we have set for this year look at all the intent that we have set for this year but more or less the first of a lot of things right so the first day of the diet the first day of the exercising the first day of financial freedom the first day of whatever it may be a new job right so for me in this case it's the first episode of my podcast that i am just so grateful for because It is for people like you that make this happen. And, you know, I've said this before in my previous episodes, if you've been tuning in, that I'm just so grateful, so grateful for the opportunity to be doing this and recording all of these informational nuggets that I think that so many of us need to be aware of and learn about. But most importantly, for people like you, because you are the people that keep me going and more or less help me want to keep learning in order to help as many people as I can. So thank you again for all of your support, for being the great audience that you are, and for being loyal to um, podcasts like so many of us need, especially entrepreneurs out there. So a big shout out to you. And, you know, today's episode was really set with the intent of allowing us to move forward. And in order to move forward, there's a lot that we have to let go of, right? So I think it goes hand in hand. But as we begin the new year, we're all striving to start fresh and move forward and letting go of our past and letting go of the baggage that we've been carrying. But all in all, as we continue to move forward or want to move forward, there are stressful situations that we may be also dealing with in the process. And I almost would like to invite everyone to think of stress as more or less as a learning experience because when we talk about stress, right, our body even slouches, our body almost feels like it's creating some pain because stress is not really affiliated with anything positive. For the majority of people, stress is related to something negative, something terrible, something scary, something frustrating, and something really heavy. Right. So it's almost like, you know, when we're carrying the weight of the world, I'm sure you've many of you have heard of that before that can cause a lot of stress. Right. And it's almost like you start feeling aches and pains here and there in your body. Maybe a little headache is coming about or maybe like your feet are feeling numb just because of the thought of stress, whatever may be causing you stress. So. The intent of this podcast today is to share with you four ways to relieve intense stress. And I think that these four ways are really crucial because I have personally experienced them and I also share them with my clients and patients. And I've seen the drastic changes that these four ways can help alleviate intense stress. But most importantly, it's also becoming aware of how to cope with it. So instead of allowing stress to take control of us, we're going to be learning about how we can control stress. So if you're like many of us, right, many of us are currently living in a state that is what we call allostatic load. An allostatic load occurs when the stress exceeds the capacity of the system. 
and that can lead to emotional overwhelmness and inability to keep up with daily tasks and greater odds of substance abuse. And you know, the solution starts with recognizing that we aren't powerless. In fact, we're not helpless. We can help ourselves. And so how can we do that? So if you've been living in a state of chronic stress, these strategies may offer some relief. So pay close attention because this could be very beneficial to you or maybe someone you know of. So the first technique that I like to share with my patients and clients is breathing. And I'm sure many of us have heard of this before, right? Especially when undergoing a very stressful situation, just breathe. But what does that exactly mean? And what exactly do you do? Is it a regular breath, just like you would take any other moment? Well, not quite. You want to start by shifting your breath from your chest to your belly. And then you breathe in slowly and you say softly the word soft on your inhale and belly on your exhale. And this would serve as a reminder to keep your body relaxed. So the more you practice that saying soft on your inhale and belly on your exhale, you're almost making your body aware of how they can connect with each other and how you can more mindfully breathe. And this allows to calm activity in our amygdala or our emotional brain. It's a very vital way to cope with ongoing stress. So I highly recommend this to all of my clients and patients. The second technique that I'd like to recommend to my clients and patients on alleviating that intense stress is to simply be still. And what does this mean? And although meditation may be challenging during stressful times, its benefits are practically unparalleled. And you know what? Research has shown that it can reduce anxiety, depression, and stress while like really supporting immune function. But it also allows you to see your thoughts without judgment. And if we're in a state of constant mind chatter, there is no place for our observations to land. But a centering practice can certainly make you more awake to yourself and to your inner desires, to your heart's desires, to your purpose. And that is why being still is so important, especially when undergoing a lot of stress, because there's just so much mind chatter. We don't know how to turn that off. And many of us don't. And so it is very, very challenging for us to do that. And that is why being still is such an important technique in order to help us listen closer to that inner voice that we all have. The third technique is to get moving. And, you know, get moving is so important because you can express this in many ways, but I love this technique and all because I see the results that it shows within my clients and patients. And it's just so amazing just to see them happy, smiling, and what get moving really does to them. So. I always advise them, first stand with your feet right slightly apart and shake your body part by part, starting with your feet and working up to your head for I would say about five minutes. Then pause for a moment of breath and then finally dance however you like for the length of whatever song you choose. The utility of these expressive meditations is built into our DNA. And they're crucial when we're feeling anxious, agitated, and fearful because it's almost like you're shaking everything off. So get moving is so important, whether it's exercising, dancing, whatever it may be, get moving on a daily basis. It will be so good and you will be able to see all the changes that it can do to our body. And lastly, 
my last fourth and most important technique to relieve that intense stress is clearing the clutter. And if your space is feeling more cramped than usual, designate spaces in your home, such as the bedroom and the dining table where no paperwork or electronics live. Those are the places in our homes where we get most of our nourishment through sleep, sustenance, and connections with our loved ones. So the more you can declutter, the more space you will have to think more freely, to move more freely, and you almost come in better tune with yourself. And that is why I recommend to my clients and to my patients that decluttering their space, whatever area they like to be most in at home, it's very important to free ourselves from all of our distractions to allow ourselves to have that space that we can maybe find our nourishment in. So there you have it, the four ways to relieving intense stress. And I can't tell you how important it is to learn how to cope with stress. Because again, it's not about giving stress power, but it's about taking our power back and allowing ourselves to learn how to better cope with them and better cope with stress and everything that may be ongoing for us on a daily basis. So as we start this new year, I encourage everyone to also make a list of how to best cope with whatever may be overtaking your power. And as you pursue your goals, which I'm super glad that you're doing, you know, take a moment to also be gentle with yourself during the process and believe that everything is achievable and that you're not helpless and that we can help ourselves. So again, just a reminder that the value of you and the value of yourself being is so important. And that is something that we have to nourish and protect every single day. So thank you so much for tuning in with me today on this first episode of 2021. I am just so happy to have you here on board. And I look forward to having you as my audience upon my next episode. Happy New Year! Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in with me today here on my podcast, beginning with you. This is Dr. Cortez, and I have a really great topic for this week because it is a topic that as we begin the new year, we all think about and we all try to manifest and create within ourselves. And a lot of times it is very difficult to achieve because we just simply don't do the work for it. But the topic of conversation in today's podcast is change. And how many of us are really crystal clear with what that entails? You know, we look back and we think about last year or the year before that and so forth. And we just try to develop all these changes that we would like to obtain in our life in order to feel better, live better, think better and grow much better, right? And so every new year is an opportunity for us to hit reset and to start developing the change we really wish to see. However, The image and the vision for change that we instill within ourselves a lot of times is the big picture of what that looks like. But in reality, are we really crystal clear with the details and the hard work that goes behind that change? Probably not. And so this episode today is going to serve as a reminder to those of you who may need to hear this information in order to stay motivated or continue growing to be motivated and to 
obtaining the change that you wish to see for yourselves. And I think that there is no better timing than now to discuss this because it's still early in the year and we want to be able to help you obtain the results that you wish to see for yourself. And if that means through some form of encouragement, then this episode is for you. You know, the world we live in has always provided challenges, obstacles to overcome, hardships to endure. And recently, however, we've witnessed dramatic adversity, the likes of which we have never seen. And the way we live our life and think about health has completely shifted amongst many individuals. While our country isn't completely aligned on what it means to be healthy and what the best path forward is, What encourages us today is the same truth that scares us, and that is that life is change. And the entire universe is in flux, from our vibrant planet in the expanse of our solar system to each tiny particle within us, we are constantly in motion. And if we don't change, we don't grow. It's simple as that. Why? Because growing is living. As human beings, we are energy, we're brilliant, we're pulsing stars of light, we're created to move, play, live, laugh, and breathe, and every day, billions of new cells generate a vast galaxy inside each of us, creating the extraordinary. And you know, our health continues to change because we continue to change. You know, as Homo sapiens, back, back, back in the early years, we emerged as hunters and gatherers, and we moved. The environment was harsh, the obstacles were constant. In fact, health was an outcome of daily instinctive necessity-driven actions. And as time progressed, we learned to create tools and we found efficiencies and we began to move less. But constantly curious, we started to understand that movement provided joy and strength. It gave us confidence and our idea of well-being expanded beyond the physical. And we discovered that health is essential not only to our own individual mental, spiritual, and emotional state, but to the vitality of families, communities, and the planet itself. But slowly and somewhat steadily over the past century, and accelerated by the pandemic, our health has changed, and unfortunately not for the better. In fact, we've allowed convenience and confusion, distraction and denial to make disease all too common. We've fallen into bad habits and unhealthy behaviors, and as a result, we have never before been so chronically sick, stressed, and depressed. And the numbers tell the story. And these numbers that I'm going to share with you are really, really, really scary when we think about this. And this is something that I really want you all to become aware because it's something to really keep in the back of our minds as we pursue the change we wish to see within ourselves. And I hope that this also serves as a form of source to keep on motivating and inspiring to continue following the right path for you. Because if you can create that change within you, you are also able to help others around you create the change for themselves. Did you know that 42% of Americans are categorized as obese? Did you know that 60% of adults contend with at least one chronic disease and 40% have two or more? Did you know that there's 113% greater likelihood that those categorized as obese will require hospitalization upon contracting COVID-19? 
they are also 74% more likely to go into intensive care and 48% more likely to die. Did you know that many of our children are ill, suffering from poor nutrition and lack of activity? They're acquiring chronic illnesses such as type 2 diabetes, which makes them prescription dependent. Did you know that 80% of Americans don't get the recommended amount of exercise? Did you know that approximately 75% of healthcare dollars are being spent ineffectively on chronic conditions, many of which can be resolved only through lifestyle change? Did you know that social, political, and economic conditions support these diseases by making bad choices easy? It's a battleground on which COVID-19 has been given an unfair advantage. These health issues contribute to shortened lifespans all around. So think about that for just a moment. And so just to be clear, we've gotten into a bit of a mess through poor habits. And collectively, we've made a series of bad choices. One drive-through, one supersized meal, one binge-watch TV show after another. And these bad choices have added up. They not only threaten our existence on their own, but give COVID-19 a deadly edge. By poisoning our bodies and fogging our minds with these choices, we've allowed small decisions to join forces with a virus and it's costing too many lives. If the cumulative effect of small decisions is that powerful, we need to turn it around and start immediately making small choices that are to our advantage. This is a power we have as living, breathing creatures to change for the good by taking one positive action at a time followed by another. Change or transformation is not usually a big force that comes out of nowhere. It's not an earth-shaking, head-spinning ordeal. More often than not, change is fluid, like water running in a river. Drop by drop, it occurs in persistent, tiny efforts. And perhaps the beauty of transformation is in the process to look back at who we were and acknowledge who we're becoming, each of us part of a before and after, what was and what will be. You know, change is part of our DNA. We exist as moving, ever-evolving molecules with a passion for adventure and joy in new experiences. And when it comes to our health, there are many actions we can take to change and improve it so we can pursue our fullest, most meaningful lives. And there will be mistakes along the way, no doubt. They are the necessary steps to succeed, but every day is a new chance to start again. The most important thing to remember is that we each possess within ourselves at every moment under all circumstances, the power to transform our lives one action at a time. So my question to you is this, what are you willing to do and how hard are you willing to work to create the change that not only does your health need, but your mind needs and also that your life needs? right? Because if this does not start with you wanting that and really making the decision to do the work, that change is never going to create itself. You're going to have to decide and have to want it so bad that you create the change and you continue to strive. Even when challenges present themselves, you continue to overcome each and every one of them because it will be hard. It will be a struggle. There are days where you're just going to want to give up and just quit. But you know what? Remember, in those times, 
the strongest people will always get up and keep going and it changes the mentality changes it's almost like a working muscle right the working muscle of strength that starts building up in your mind and so i want to encourage everyone to continue putting your health first continue putting that change that you aspire to see in your life also within your top priority list because this life is only one you only get this one shot at it and what are you going to do about it how are you going to get there what are you willing to do how hard are you willing to work and remember this is not an easy path this is not something you have to do alone which is something that i work one-on-one with with my clients because it is important for them to have that support and that accountability and if you are someone who needs that support and needs that accountability and just needs to be constantly reminded and motivated to continue in the right path to obtain the change you wish to see within yourself then I really recommend for you to look into my services that I provide on my website. And again, that is www.beginningwithyou.org. Look on there and I am more than happy to help you achieve the goals and successes that you wish to see within your life. Because remember, it all starts with just making a simple decision and really, really, really working on yourself for yourself by yourself and most importantly you learn to become your own best friend which is i think is very rewarding so thank you so much for tuning in with me today and i hope that you continue to work on creating the change that you wish to see get crystal clear on what it's going to take for you to start working towards and creating that change for your life for yourself for your family And I just hope that we all continue to strive in a positive direction because remember, change begins with us. And if we're unable to help ourselves, we're not able to help others. So keep on being the great that you are. Keep on staying motivated and inspired by doing whatever it takes to do in order for you to obtain your ultimate goals. And I hope that, again, you continue to strive for that. Do not be so hard on yourself either because really it's a process and you need to create that patience you need to be gentle with yourself in order to really listen and tune in with your heart's desires your body's desires and your life's desires so again thank you so much for tuning in with me today and i am looking forward to our next podcast together here at beginning with you